Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Be a part of Going In Raw today at Patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Starting at $1 a month, you can enjoy Going In Raw ad-free, gain access to the daily 30-minute Going In Raw post-show, exclusive merchandise, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. What's up, it's your girl Sasha Banks, legit boss, and you are watching Going In Raw. You like that? This is Shayna Baszler, and you're watching Going In Raw. What's up? This is the most must-see WWE superstar of all time and his lovely, gorgeous wife. Marie. <laughs> and you are going in SmackDown Live. This is the glorious one, Bobby Roode, and you're watching Going In Raw. Hey, guys. Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. What's up? It's the moonwalking, trash-talking princess of Staten Island. I want to remind you all that Mela is money, and you're watching Going In Raw. Hey, this is Shinsuke Nakamura. Shinsuke watching Going In the Raw. This is the knockout artist, Cassius Ono, and you're Going In Raw. Hey, friend, no, Steve here. And Larson. Hey, welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve Larson and available wherever fine podcasts are. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and the notify bell next to it on YouTube if you want to be notified not only of our new our content that goes up every day, but also the community tab. Uh, every episode that we review, I post a poll so that you guys can let us know how you feel about those episodes. Yes, uh, you're raising your hand. Yes, Larson. Yes, yes, thank you, yes. Uh, Mr. Steve here. Um, so we've been discussing potential new programming uh, ideas. Ooh, we're going to talk business in front I'm of people live. Specific. Uh-oh. But we've been kind of going back and forth about what to name it. Let's leave it up to the people. Oh, no, man. Oh, man. Because you have an idea. I have an idea. Let's come up with a third idea you're, that's sourced. Oh. That's community sourced. Oh, Okay. We won't say whose is whose. Just put it up there. Whatever wins, wins. Okay, so let me ask you something. No, I like that idea. I like the idea of, of blind sourcing the yes. audience. Yes. How do we go about blind sourcing the audience? Do we say... No, we say we, these are three ideas. First of all, we got to solicit... We go do them Patreon. Solicit name ideas uh-huh. there. Okay. Whatever one we like the most. Okay, okay. We'll put on the community tab. And we won't say whose is whose or okay. where we got what, which one <laughs> all from. All right. All right. Okay. No, I like that idea a lot. I like that idea a lot. Community right. involvement. That's no, what that's I'm all good. About. That's good. That is really good. I like your idea. Um, so, anyways, yeah, be sure to hit that community tab. We're also on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. As Larson just uh, noted, we've been using our Patreon a lot more lately to sort of, uh, you know, just get more community involvement. Yeah. Um, at the $1 a month mark, uh, you can watch Going in Raw completely ad free. If, if we're the only thing you watch on YouTube, that's kind of weird, number one. But number two, um, I mean, I don't really watch a whole lot of stuff on YouTube. I think I'm the we're the only thing I watch on YouTube. Yeah, I think I think me too, and that's just to make sure that everything is looking yeah. okay. Because um, I don't really watch a lot of YouTube. I'll, I'll watch really lava have, videos sometimes. I don't really have time to watch a lot of YouTube. Yeah, um, and so ad free. Like if 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 we're one of the only things you watch on YouTube, and you don't feel like paying for YouTube Premium or 
You're not one of those people who got ad block. Um, $1 a month. We put all the episodes uh, on our Patreon wall uh, ad-free yes. so you can watch them without any advertisements. Um, I'm also looking into getting the audio format um, available uh, for the bonus episodes. For post-show, post yeah. For the post-show. Um, and so, uh, yeah. And uh, today, sort of, so we've been a little bit late lately with um, getting the ad-free episodes up simply because our internet's been crap. Our internet has been a massive headache for us. We're still trying to figure it out. Obviously, we usually do this live. We're not doing it live right now. Um, and so to sort of make up for that, we're going to be posting the big-headed legends. Oh, we're not going to be posting. It's already up. Did you put it on the Patreon? It's already up. You made a Patreon post for it? Yep. Because I noticed you made it. It default, that channel that we use. I know. And the problem is I uploaded the wrong video at first. Oh, okay. I uploaded. I instantly uploaded just the gameplay, and not the one with us on it. Oh, okay. That was okay. The I did overnight. And then you did. You did another one that was. It was made pub or you, whatever you did. You made public. Like forty people saw it. Oh, that must have been the one you did on accident. Okay, it was right. just the gameplay. All right, all right. So they're the, probably like, "What the heck's this?" <laughs> yeah, one person actually in the comments said, "Why do I have access to this?" Because you subbed to the Patreon channel, which is like not. It doesn't do anything. Like, yeah, we're not. We don't make anything public there unless we. No, we've never made anything public there. I think I made one thing public, and that was the um, postcards announcement about oh. buying a. If you buy a shirt, you get a postcard for free on ProWrestlingTees.com. Yeah, I've been, I've been, there's a lot going on in the life of Lars, so I've been a little absent-minded of late. No, that's fine. No, I know I'm scatterbrained too. That's just I think people are used to it, though. I think they're. I think that's just par for the course for us. Like we're we openly admit that we're old. Yeah, and like it's it's a it's a miracle that we're able to do what we can do the way we do it anyways because why like we shouldn't know how to do any of this stuff no we're old yeah we're old i i should be trying to figure out how to program my vcr at this point oh that's easy though. that's where i'm at people of our generation that's easy like i knew how to program the vcr what is the like um eight. what's the the current day equivalent to that like setting up a vpn oh man i don't know anything about any nope. of that stuff nope yeah, but nobody calls. Can you send Sonny over to program my VPN? No, I know, but like if if we were to do it, it's gotta be like a common household thing. Usually, it probably has to do with phones these days. Yeah, probably. Anyways, we got three episodes to run through, man. All right, well, I guess we're lighting around this. All right, sounds good. In a nutshell, let's just talk about nutshell uh, NXT UK. Well, I can't complain about any of the programming we got. Um, NXT UK was a solid first episode with a really good main event. Yeah. Uh, NXT was fun. Uh, two co really good co-main events. Mm -hmm. Both those matches, especially the, the Bianca Belair and Nikki Cross match to close the show was awesome. And the main event for 205 Live was really good. Yeah, the main event for 205 Live was great. Man, I am so happy an entire live happy crowd gets to enjoy 205 Live. I'm assuming... Oh, super into it, yeah. I'm assuming they're still doing that before, before the show, yeah. That is such a good idea. Yeah, why they do that before? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, they, the, do maybe event, they thought it'd be a dead crowd. For the match and a half, they actually show a main event. They do that before Raw. Yeah. Just shoot a couple matches before before Man. SmackDown. Boy, that was does, a hell of a main it event. It does all the good for the show. And But we still kind of don't have an answer for this to the Cedric Alexander thing. Is he going to keep on losing? He's only lost to... He's only eaten a pin from one guy. Tony well, Is Tony Nese going to be his own personal crisis of confidence? And maybe, that's going to be maybe it? Maybe he has to defeat Tony Nese before. Maybe it's a thing where... You know, in terms of body type muscularity, Tony Nese is kind of a proxy for Buddy Murphy. Oh. And once Cedric can best Tony Nese, yeah. then maybe then and only then will he be ready 
to take that title back from Buddy Murphy. I do have one bit of a story issue with 205 Live. We'll get that to get to that in a second. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed. I'm very happy that NXT airs at noon our time. I'm oh, sorry, yeah, NXT yeah. UK. Because we get to watch it during our lunch break. It more or less guarantees we'll actually get a chance to watch it every week. And we just sit here and we just and we say like just a bunch of stuff in our really bad British accents. I thoroughly enjoyed that yesterday. Mm-hmm. I like watching it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's okay just to not live stream our reactions and just to sit here and watch wrestling and it's kind yeah. of fun. Yeah, we'll do a little work, eat some food. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, so let's dive into it. Yeah, 205 Live. Oh, oh, wait. wait. First, first, I always do this every day. I forgot to do this. Patreon. Uh, one of the, even at a dollar, you get a shout out on the show. Michael Magbaleta and Lake Locke are two new patrons. Thank you both so much. Thank you very much. For your much. support. We really appreciate it. And it really goes a long way. Even yes. a dollar goes a long way. It really does. 205 Live opened up with Drew Gulak versus Akira Tazawa. Mm hmm. Um, this was mainly a vehicle to get Brian, I'm sorry, uh, yeah, Brian Kendrick into the mix. Yeah. Um, to you referenced earlier before, here we can do this, uh, before we talk about each show, uh, you mentioned that you put polls up in the community tab. Yeah. 205 Live, 63% people responded to this poll, didn't you watch it? How many people, so yeah, this is one of the things, if you, if you click the notify, the notifications for YouTube, if you click on the notify bell, you should get notified you might have to dig around the notification settings. I don't know. But you should get notified for these polls. We had 2,500 people vote for the 205 Live poll. So every episode that we, uh, that we rate or that we, uh, that we review, I put up a poll in the community tab on our yeah. YouTube channel. Yeah. So as you were saying. Yeah, 205 Live, 63% of respondents didn't even watch it. Oh, man, uh, yeah. Those uh, 29% said yay, 2% nay, 6% somewhere in between. So an overwhelmingly uh, overwhelming amount that did watch majority, it yeah. loved it. Yes. The vast but majority, a majority of people, people yeah. did not watch it. I appreciate that, though. I appreciate when people will actually answer a poll. Because I'm I, the people who didn't watch, I think that's a fair... That's a fair assessment of enthusiasm for a show. Oh, absolutely. I um I was fascinated by this. I actually um sent a DM over to uh uh Solomonster, Jason. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Jason Solomon. Because he runs polls on Twitter every week. And he's uh-huh. got the, you know, he's got a, a really big audience and he gets a good response and everything. And so I was kind of curious, one of the options he puts on there is didn't watch. Yeah. And I noticed that on a raw episode from uh this uh, about a week ago, maybe 2 weeks ago. Yeah, about a week yeah, week last week's uh raw. Um I said, have you noticed if the responses of didn't watch have gone up at all over the last six or 12 months? He said, I only started adding it at the end of August because people asked for it and couldn't see the results without voting. He said, started out around 40% or so and has been noticeably higher over well, the past I mean, just couple this weeks. Well, this past Raw, we did it. You put the poll up and 47% of people said they didn't watch. As opposed to the SmackDown poll, which was like... 23. 23%. It was yeah. SmackDown had a really solid plurality of of people who watched it and liked it. Yeah. Whereas nearly half of people didn't even watch Raw. It's mm-hmm. close to the same amount of votes, forty four hundred to forty five hundred. Oh, oh! It's, I didn't notice the number of yeah, votes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, picked Gee up. He was very special episode of SmackDown. It was right? good. Yeah, it was. Uh, so, anyways, uh, yeah, Drew Gulag versus Akira Tozawa. Um, this is a fun match, but yeah, basically it, it ended in DQ because Gallagher got involved. Akira yeah. was going to go up to, for a top rope senton. Gallagher kicked him off. Uh, did, you know, he took his legs out from under. That always freaks me out. Kira Tozawa does that. Oh, and I know, I know his head in the top turnbuckle. I know it's like completely controlled and he knows what he's doing. Yeah. But he like he snaps his head back on the turnbuckle. Oh, I know. It's scary. Freaks me out. Um, in any event, uh, they go after Akira Tozawa. 
Brian Kendrick uh, comes in to make the save. It's interesting given his history with the Kiritazawa. Yeah. Yeah. That but he also has a history of Jack Gallagher. Maybe he was just waiting for the moment. Remember, didn't, wasn't, wait, wasn't he the one who used to like dress in, like he did that Photoshop of Jack Gallagher as a clown? Yeah. That's what led to them joining forces. It's so weird. It is weird. It's making a lick of sense. Uh, after that, we had Drake Maverick, the GM of 205 Live. He was backstage with the Buddy Guys, uh, current champion Buddy Murphy. So he, he did he did come back from Melbourne. Mm-hmm. So that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess... Uh... Uh, that it wasn't an issue where he uh, was going to stay in Australia for a few weeks. Mm-hmm. Kind of threatened that. Yeah, I wonder what his experience... He got to experience for the first time um, going through TSA. Uh, oh, as champion. Uh, yes. As champion. Yes. And, you know, there's always... Those are the stories I always love is hearing whenever they talk... Whenever wrestlers talk about having to travel with their championships. Yeah. I know Adam Cole mentioned um, uh, his experiences on the Edge and Christian podcast traveling with that North yeah, American yeah, yeah, championship. Yeah. And and people would wonder if, like, what is this? Essentially. And he'd have to explain to him, that's mine. Yeah. That's my title. I'm a yeah. wrestler. I win championships. And people <laughs> thought that he worked in the front office or something. <laughs> right. Uh, so anyways, Jake, Drake Maverick is back there with uh, Tony Neese and Buddy Murphy. And he was like, uh, they essentially said, here's, here's kind of my problem. I'll just get into this now. So Tony Neese, totally cool being sort of beta to Buddy Murphy's alpha, right? Um, because Tony Nese is like, you know, there's like, oh, we're, we're together. We're buddies, you know, we're body workout guys, partners, yes, workout body partners, guys. new and, franchise players. Yeah. And Tony Nese says, well, now anybody who wants a shot at this has to go through us. They have to like clear it through us. Now we run this place. Yeah. Right. But Tony Nese, like there, I feel like there should have been a giant elephant in the room. Why didn't Drake Maverick just say, well, Tony, Given that you pinned Cedric Alexander uh, clean last week in a stellar match, yeah, you're probably going to be next in line for this. And especially like the idea behind this match is like see who's the new top dog in a new era of 205 Live. So I know they didn't they didn't explicitly say number one contender match, right? But it's not the first time they've had a match with that kind of theme going into it. Yeah, and it was a de facto number one contender. How match. is Tony Nice not immediately at this point? Number one contender. Oh, he should be. For Buddy Murphy's title. He should be. Are we going to get a Tony Nese face run? Maybe. I would hope so. Hey, if anybody deserves it, it's that dude. That guy puts on stellar matches. Mm-hmm. His character work is... Oh, it's it's magnifique. 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 Magnif. I don't know. I, there's an extra syllable in there, yeah. I know. Magnifique. No. <laughs> That's what I was trying to do. There is an extra syllable. I don't know what it is. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, uh, so yeah. Um, that's kind of my thing. It's like, well, how is it next week? I know next week they're doing um, uh, Adeo Tommy versus... Oh, and those promos were fantastic. That's probably going to be like a 45-minute... They better make that the entire... How great would that be? What is it going to be? Show. It's um, Last Man Standing. Last Man Standing, that's right. <coughs> they that should, should make that the entire, entire show. show. They really, really should. should. Take it all over the arena into the parking lot. All of that. Make it really cinematic. Have it raining like in Mustafa Ali's promo. Make it, yeah, like one of those pre-filmed impact things. Yeah, man. Like the OGs versus LAX. Yeah, just no no kids getting run over with carpet. <laughs> no, that's good, too. Keep that in there. Um, uh, next, we had a Mike and Maria Canellis iPhone promo. Um, and he's... Magnifique. Uh, magnifique. Yeah, right. it's magnifique. All right, I thought there was an extra syllable in there. Me, too. Uh, good stuff. 
I'm excited that he's on 205 Live, hoping he can add an extra uh, dimension in terms of the wrestling to the show. I'm appreciative that he's on show. Yeah. Like, he showed up last week, um, and I think, did they do... I think there was like, was it like a dot com exclusive or something? Or was that actually on the show when they encounter Drake Maverick and Marie Canellis pats him on the head and no, she says, Oh, think, you're so cute. And then they walk the off. Um, it must've been on the dot com or on Twitter or whatever. But uh, no, it was good. It was a little uh, iPhone promo. I, that was, that was actually the one thing that really bummed me out about them sort of disappearing was Maria Canellis. Like watching her stint and like watching a little bit of what I saw from her in Impact mm-hmm. when uh, uh, one of the, uh, uh, the Chelsea Green, uh, Laurel Van Ness, was supposed to marry Braxton Sutter. Mm-hmm. That whole wedding stuff, all that wedding stuff, and Maria Canals like the head heel of it all. She does such great character work. Like it's really, really good. Yeah. As opposed to like her previous run in the WWE yeah, during yeah, the yeah. Divas stuff. Yeah. Um, and to not get to see what she can do now mm-hmm. with that. Mm-hmm. Now that she's on 205 Live, I that's going to be great. Got, we got a little bit of that in this iPhone. Yeah, we did. We yeah. totally did. Yeah. And I love that. And Canellis is great. Yeah. Bennett, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. No, I'm really looking for it. I think this is great. And then uh, they're going to fight. He's going to fight. Um, Who's he got next week? Shoot. They announced it. Oh, it was uh, Kalisto. Was it Kalisto or Lindsay? Who did he attack? Did, who did he come out and attack that time? I think it was Lindsay. Was it okay? I think it was Lindsay. Lindsay Dorado. That's what I think. So I think it was. Next, uh, Hideo Itami promo. Great stuff. His character work is fantastic. Man, I am so glad Mustafa Ali got his friend with the DSLR back. I know because after Mustafa, I'm sorry, after Hideo Itami's promo, which was really great stuff. You're yeah. right. We got a Mustafa Ali promo. I feel like he writes this stuff too, because the ta- like the timbre of it is so yeah. different than the yeah. scripts he's handed. Yeah, you know, backstage five minutes before the cameras yeah. roll. And uh, yeah, it's poetic. It's so good. It's I mean, in, in combination with the cinematic presentation, it's so good. His performance is spot on. Like everything about it is great. He had a rain machine going. No, I think it was really raining. <laughs> I think it was actually raining. I think it was real rain. That was awesome. Yeah. Like how great is that? It's fantastic. Oh, That's man. why Mustafa Ali's the best. He is the best. He is the best. He is, man. I'm telling you. Him and Cedric, killer tag team. That's the way to go. Could be. I'm just too scared for guys to like guys that I really like that I think there's a possibility of them getting lost in the shuffle. Put them in a really good tag team, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Him and Cedric. I mean, as we see on Raw, though, just putting them in a tag team is no guarantee of anything. Well, if you make that's, the, I think that's sort of my thing. Is that my hope would be? I know I'm being optimistic here. My hope would be if you stack the team with non-gimmicked talent, then there's there's not going to be a way that they can really gimmick them up and then make them a comedy thing. Oh, they'll find. I'm a way. sure they can. Yeah, they'll I'm find sure. A way. <laughs> I'm sure if they try. I mean, it felt like they tried to make authors of pain a comedy act when they first brought uh, Drake Maverick out with them and put him in AOP that's gear. Still, that's still going on. <laughs> that's so, still happening. Well, kind of. At least he's to a leather jacket and yeah, and slacks matching, and stuff. He's yeah. not in matching tactical gear. But man, I think like if they could be another like, could, could you imagine, dude? Could you imagine theoretically? how big London and Kendrick could be, would have been today. They seem so ahead of their time Mm -hmm. today. Oh my God. Now what if Mustafa Ali and Cedric Alexander came to raw, just throwing this out there as a Mm -hmm. tag team, as the purposely as the antithesis of much of what was going on in the raw tag division, comedy acts. Yeah, sure. Um, 
saying we're here to take things seriously and show what we can do in the mm-hmm. ring. Yeah. It's all for us. It's all about the performance of what we can do. And when we are at our best, we will win. Mm-hmm. Something like that. No, that'd be great. I mean, could you imagine the match they could have with the Revival? It'd be fantastic. You know, because that's the one team that they're kind of trying to do that with a little bit. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. they even with them, they try to gimmick them up too much. I know. And then they're you not know. on TV for weeks on end. <laughs> yeah. Uh, main event was fantastic. Fatal Five Way to that wasn't a number one contender match. It kind of felt like it, it felt was. Like it. Uh, TJP versus Grand Metalik versus Leo Rush versus Tony Nese versus Cedric Alexander. All sorts of great little stories going on in this match. Uh, it seemed like TJP cared less about winning and more about ripping Grand Metalik's mask off. I have to appreciate his gimmick. He came out with a mask with hang- Kalisto's mask. Yeah. Kalisto's mask hanging around his neck. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, every time this dude had like two opportunities to win, and instead of trying to win, he would try to rip a mask off. Yep, you gotta appreciate a man who sticks to his principles. Yep, uh, we had some great bits, some awesome bits, and I, it, it really built up my anticipation for much more of it between Leo Rush and Cedric Alexander. Mm-hmm. The level of athleticism in that ring. Man, oh, those man. Those two were in there is off the charts. Oh, that was so good. I love that little character bit when Leo Rush walked down the ramp and that little kid was sitting there with a big smile on his face trying to get his uh, hand, you know, trying to slap his hand. Leo Rush stopped, looked at him, <laughs> and just kept on walking. That's funny. There's one point when he and Cedric were... not rude about it. He's like, ah. <laughs> when he and Cedric are, are, are battling a bit, and he gets the upper hand, and and so he steps away from Cedric, does a little dance, yeah, and then says to Cedric, "You know what that's all about?" <laughs> like, is there is there Ooh, backstory? To yeah, that? I like that. I like I that. That was interesting. That's good. I don't know what's going on there? I don't know. Of maybe course, they, you know, maybe they just watched the Maria Canellas gift. Maybe. And, of course, Tony Nese and Cedric Alexander have been going back and forth for a couple weeks now. Um, all sorts of really great stories going on there. Uh, there's that one spot where Tony Nese deadlift. Uh, that was scary. Leo Rush up, you know, one-arm powerbomb type thing. But rather than powerbombing on the rink, he tossed him outside onto everybody else. Yeah. And Leo Rush was going down, like, back of his neck first. Yeah. That so looked, he really tucked his chin. That looked bad. I mean, luckily somebody was there to kind of, like, Break his a fall couple a of guys bit. braced a little bit. But I think Tony Nese was thinking they would catch him catch him properly. Yeah. But that angle was too... Yeah, I think he was supposed to... Too far down. He was supposed to... The launch angle was supposed to be more parallel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perpendicular. Yeah. yeah. But nonetheless, that was a cool little spot. Um, there's this great spot where Cedric catches Leo Rush when he tries to do a, a Hurricane Rana. And he transitions that into a lumbar check. Hits the lumbar check. Leo rolls towards the ropes. Cedric goes to grab him and pull him back towards the middle of the ring. Tony Nese takes advantage. Grabs him. Roll up. Pins Cedric via roll up for the second week in a row. That was a good roll up too. I love when roll ups actually look good. Because they got to be deep. They have to be, you have to be on the guy because yes. it has to make sense for why he can't kick out. Yeah. Otherwise roll ups. When the, especially when the ref counts slow. And the roll up, it's just it's just sort of lazy. Yeah, those are the worst. I know, those are the worst. I know you got to put all your body weight on that roll up, yeah. otherwise it doesn't make any sense. It was great though, man. Tony Nese with another pin on Cedric Alexander. Mm-hmm. Cedric looked like he had just seen a ghost. He was freaked out. He was like, "This, yeah. is, this will not stand." Yeah, um, crisis of confidence. Yeah, but very specifically with Tony Nese. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of a pun there, but I can't. I'm not, I don't have anything. Crisis of confidence. <laughs> That's good. That was magnifique. <laughs> Anyway, stellar match, a lot of great spots, some good storytelling. I just, I was so into it, I didn't take a ton of notes. No, it was, it was fine. Look, man, sixty-three percent of people didn't watch it. They should. They also watch it. If only, I mean, honestly, if only, if you know, 
Watch yay or nay. That fatal five-way, if it's just that match, then just watch it. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Uh, next, NXT. Poll results. 58% said yay of 1,600 respondents. 38% said didn't watch. Somewhere between 3%, nay, 1%. Overwhelmingly positive response. Yeah, this was good. NXT. So th- I thought this was a good episode. I think yeah. it was a great it was, episode. It was, it was bookended by two really good matches. Yes, boy. There was one spot with that War Raiders Undisputed Era match when Roderick Strong took like a backbreaker and then a powerbomb. Oh, yeah. Something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. It's like a DVD Woo! and sort of a backbreaker over yeah, right. Rose's yeah. knee and then Roe powerbomb them. Yeah. Oh, man. How do those guys do that? I don't know, man. Especially War Machine is so good at but like stringing moves together. Yeah, I know. I know. Double but they all moves. look like they hurt oh, yeah. a lot. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, I don't no. know, like that 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 move that Ray Road does, where you kind of like flip someone over his back and then gives him a knee right away. Mm-hmm. That, ugh. yeah, like, you have so little time to prepare for it. You know, I know. like you get tooth knocked out or get knocked out. Period. Real easily with that. But they do. They get to prepare for it in the performance center. It's true. They work on their matches. I've seen it. It's great. Yeah. Oh, confirmed by the way, Chelsea Green. Yeah, she confirmed it. Yeah, and Punisher After- Martinez. After he was in that picture too. Oh, was he? Okay, yep. cool, nice. I just saw the I just saw a solo one of hers that she posted. Oh no, they had a group Twitter. picture as Matt Riddle, Chelsea Green, Punishment Martinez. Oh, God, there were seven in total. Dude, the level of talent is unreal. Like it's, we we won't talk spoilers, but like they announced what the war games at the latest TV tapings. Mm-hmm. They announced what the war games matches, and it's like you just look at all the talent in that one match. Oh my God, I know it's obscene. I know. I mean, it's kind of easy to extrapolate what it's going to be, but um. But yeah. So, anyways, no. I thought it, I thought it was a good episode. I thought it lacked some uh, unintentional funny. I'm so used to NXT giving me a little bit of unintentional funny, you know, like the Kyrie Sane press conference or the yeah. Lars Sullivan press conference. Yeah, yeah. Or Lars kind of Sullivan's. Hoping, I was kind of hoping the the Regal press conference would would take care of that. All the interrogation stuff was it was great. Yeah, you know. But we didn't get any of that this week because we're Regal would always end up like this. Oh no, there was there was one intentionally funny bit. It was at the very end with Aleister Black because he was hissing like a cat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That made me laugh. But uh, no, it was a good episode. Hell of, yeah, a couple hell of a men. A couple yeah, of really good matches. show kicked off with one of the two co-main events, War Raiders versus Undisputed Era for the tag championships. Um, we've seen a lot of War Raiders or some of the War Raiders in New Japan, Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. They do great work. Yeah, Undisputed man. Era do great work, and that's undisputed. Um. So this was phenomenal. Does it seem like uh, I'm saying this because I wonder if this is in preparation for a potential <clears throat> move to a main roster? Sure. Does it seem like uh, Kyle O'Reilly and Roderick Strong are looking a little more cut, a little more jacked? Oh, it's possible. I mean, Roderick Strong, you know, he's always like pretty ripped. I'm gonna say Kyle O'Reilly wasn't. I just noticed last night he looked a little more. That could be. Cut. It's possible. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's possible. Are they they trying to keep up with Bobby Fish now that he's returned? Can't tell really what's going on underneath that shirt, but he's looking pretty jacked. So when I was there, um, I mean, those dudes were in the gym when I got there. They went back to the, no, they weren't in the gym when I left. But they have that great gym there. Yeah, they're just sitting there, just working Trainers out. And, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it would have. I don't know if they do. Is that usually a thing? They get jacked before they go. Usually, it feels like they get no like notice before they go to Maine. Oh, I know. Although the Undisputed Era might be different. Yeah. Listen, guys, get a three-year plan for you. 
Universal champion. And that's undisputed. That's undisputed. You're going to win both the titles. Universal oh. and WWE. Listen, I was listening to these guys named Steven Larson. I think you know them. Or it could just be a situation, you know, I wouldn't be surprised this was the case too, where you don't have to deal with being on the road as much. Oh, yeah. You know, if you're living in Orlando, you go to the Performance Center every day to mm-hmm. work out and work with some of the best trainers probably in the world. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that not just unto itself will change your physique somewhat. I would think this. So when I was there... Undisputed Air was there, and then all of a sudden, freaking Chompa walks in. You see some dude that's jack like that, and you're like, "Man, I gotta pick my game up, yeah, a little bit, you know." Well, just when Gargano, like after the split of DIY, and Gargano was off TV for like a month or two, mm-hmm. and he came back and he was ripped. That dude, like, yeah, he had like a steel six pack. Yeah, he was ripped. It's crazy. So maybe that's just what it is. They just have an opportunity to, you know, not deal with travel all the time. I know they do some travel, but it's not to the same degree you probably do on the indies or. Much yeah. less the main roster. Sure, yeah. So you can just spend dead, yeah, that, however many yeah. hours a day you want just working mm-hmm. working out. Yeah. It's not a bad deal. Nope, seems like a pretty good deal. Um, anyways, yeah, like you said, this is a fantastic match. Um, very hard hitting. Yes. Like some of the like the like Kyle O'Reilly especially was just getting ragdolled all over the place. It was great. Um uh, eventually though, when it looked like the War Raiders were close to victory, Adam Cole, baby, hit the ring. Um, Hanson, he tries to punch, uh, <clears throat> Hanson, Hanson pulls like the Superman two thing and just grabs his fist and like starts crushing his fist. And I'm all like Superman two, like Superman two. And then he gets tossed from the ring. Uh, I do appreciate that cut co- that commentary. They said, uh, they made a point of saying the ref is giving this a little bit of leeway. Cause generally speaking, if somebody tries to attack you, it's going to be a DQ. Yeah. Ref, let it go. Adam Cole, Bebe got tossed from the ring. Eventually ate a suicide dive from Hanson. Yeah. Um, War Raiders hit fallout. Looks like they're going to win. In runs Bobby Fish with the chair. Yeah, man. Breaks the pinfall with chair and starts wailing away on both members of War Raiders with chair. Yep, yep. Everybody seemed, especially Kyle O'Reilly. They all seem very happy to see him back. And you know what I like is at the end when they're all staying in the ring, they're all throwing up the undisputed air sign. Bobby Fish didn't. I know. He was still holding the chair. Yeah, he was holding the chair. He could easily just put it down. Nope. Nope, got to keep it in character. I only got one hand. Yep, because I'm holding the chair. Yep, exactly. Nice so, touch. Yeah, great to have him back. Also, um, I noticed on Twitter, um, Roderick Strong, in response to a question about what the hell they're going to do with all those titles, um, with the tag titles, now that Bobby Fit or when Bobby Fish does come back, he said something like, "We can do whatever we want. If Kyle O'Reilly wants to go after a singles title and Adam Cole wants to defend this with Roderick, wants to defend the tag titles with uh, Roderick Strong." We'll do that. If Bobby Fish wants to go for a singles title, maybe he'll do that. You never know. We do what we want. That's a great response. It is. That's a great answer. Yes. Lingering question that I and that's undisputed that I didn't ask because I was too nervous and fangirling out. I was too busy with my arm on Kyle Riley's shoulder. There you go. Uh, next, a brief Nikki Cross promo. Super brief. She was just writing EST on a bunch of pieces of paper and then that she, she says, stole from the office. And then she said something like, "I know, I know who did it." Or something like I that. know. I know. Uh, next, Britt Baker. Debuting Britt Baker. Versus Shayna Baszler. Pretty short match. This is a very short match. I was kind of bummed out about this. I really like Britt Baker. I do too. But man, she got destroyed. Yeah. She, it was like, did she get off any offense at all? No. Shayna Baszler was smiling the entire match. Yeah. Yeah. And she was working over the arm and it culminated in, in the stomp on Britt's arm. And the ref just called it. Called for the bell. <laughs> said, Look, sweetie. And Shayna didn't get enough. So after the bell, she went and did like a step up running knee on the Britt's face after yeah. the bell. 
So Shayna's in mean mode heading into evolution. Yeah. What do you think, man? What are, their, what are her odds? I think her odds are pretty damn good getting that title back. Mm -hmm. I think we're not going to see a lot of title changes. That's going to be one of them, though. Yeah, maybe. I think because then she can... Number one, I can't wait to see some interaction between her and Ronda, both in character, you know, at, yeah, at, yeah, at yeah, an yeah. event they're both in character yeah, at. Yeah, I know. Hopefully there'll be some, some interaction backstage. Yeah, it'll be good. Uh, next, brief William Regal interview. Um, he said he doesn't know if Nikki is telling the truth or if she's lying. I don't know. About seeing who attacked Aleister Black, but she, he is going to talk to her after her match tonight. After her match tonight, I'll talk to Nikki Cross and see what she has to say. Yes, next, uh, Tian Bing and Rocky... Versus Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch. Again, another pretty short match. Uh, yeah, this is just to get Lorcan and Birch um, to demonstrate that they're back to winning ways. Mm -hmm. And they will be, once again, probably competing for tag titles uh, on Maybe. NXT TV. Or 205 Live if they ever have a tag <laughs> there division. There you go. Um, Oni Lorcan pinned Rocky <clears throat> after a double team kind of wheelbarrow DDT type move. Mm-hmm. Uh, main event, Bianca Belair versus Nikki Cross. This was great. Mm -hmm. This was fantastic. This was really, really good, yeah. This is the best This is the best Bianca Belair match oh, we've yeah. had. Oh, yeah. Um, it, Nikki Cross makes any match so, just so much fun, you know? And then Bianca Belair with her, like, ungodly strength, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. like it's, and athleticism, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's so great. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Oh, it was so good. Um, towards the end, Nikki Cross hits a superplex. Shortly after both her and Bianca impact, make impact on the mat, lights go down. Light comes up. You watch this as a trophy. No, we didn't get that. It's just the. We didn't get that, Steve. There's no lyrics. Alistair Black sitting in the middle of the ring. And then he said, You watch that. No, he, he says. This was great. So wait, look. Bianca Belair disappeared. She did. She yeah. quantum leaped out of there. Is she yeah. going to be on SmackDown next week? No. Is this her quantum leap out? No. Sure it is. Um, so yeah, Alistair's sitting there, Nikki's like on the ground, like rolling around being weird. And he says, and then she kind of like army him, crawls over to him and he says, tell me. And then she like whispers in his ear, evidently. Yeah. And then he goes, he's super upset about it. <laughs> like he didn't stomp off. He just went it was yeah. like scanners. Yeah. Anyways. So, yeah, he knows now. Yeah, I guess if you read the taping results for the tapings last night, we're not going to say anything about it. You might be able to draw your own conclusions as well. Um, I didn't. I That part I did not get to. Oh, okay. I didn't hear that. I'll All ask right. you after the show's over. Yeah, we'll talk about Wait, it. Wait, no, here. Tell me. No. No, you're not going to whisper there's, it to there's me? microphone here. They might pick it up. Tell I'll me. tell you after the, after the show. I'll beep it. Anyways, NXT UK. Fantastic first episode. Yeah, really good first episode. Bollocks. What's Sorry. bollocks? I don't know. I just like saying that word. I know. <laughs> well, I think you were worried about the start because the first person to come walk down the oh! was Mark Andrews. And you don't like Mark Andrews for some reason. Okay, so first off, uh, what do you think of that opening song that they have? We have to go oh, through. Oh, it's good. The, yeah, it's a good opening song. The graphics are really good. I love that they have for their like match screens. They have face-offs. Yeah, yeah. They have a per in the profile, yeah. In profile looking at each other. That's really cool. I like that. The graphics are great. They're gritty. They're like black and red and white and a little bit of gold. Yeah. Um, they're, yeah, it's fantastic. The song was really good, yeah. Venue was, looked really spiffy. Yeah, it was neat. There was like one whole wall that was short on seats. It looked like it was pretty vast to one side. Yeah. Almost like it had a mezzanine or something. And then one wall had about 
two rows of chairs and just a brick wall. Yeah. It looked old and neat and had looked like it had a ton of character. One thing that was noticeably missing backstage segments. There's one interview. There was one interview. That's right. Nina Samuels. I want the same level that NXT gives and, it to hold us. Hold on, though. We got to see something more spectacular than any of this, which was Mustache Mountain walking into the venue. <laughs> and there's. Oh, that's right. In their, in their clothes that they maybe was the same stuff they wore at the, oh, the 70s man. inspired progress show. Select. A lot of polyester. Big strong dapper. boys. Looking great. Anyway, show kicked off with uh, Mark Andrews versus Joe Coffey. Joe Coffey is like British Otis Dozovich. No, that's... That was Mastiff. That's Dave Mastiff. Joe Coffey, what do you look like? Oh, he's he's pretty hossy too. Okay, yeah. Coffey and Mastiff. Oh, yeah, Coffey has the brother, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. Um, Yeah, hold on a second. I got to look him up now. It's bugging me. Because all I have is Mastiff in my head, and I have it. He's clearly he's clear as day. Oh, I kind of remember him now. Yeah, boy, he has the discus uh, clothesline for the finisher. Yeah, which we saw because he won. He beat Mark Andrews. Yeah, yeah, I was really happy about that. Not a fan of uh, Mark Andrews simply solely exclusively like because I can't stand that song. It's so bad. Not bad. It's so bad. It's just, you're right. It's not bad. It's so very just, bad. You're just not into it. It's. A, I'm glad you agree with me that it's not just bad. It's not bad. It's so not bad. It's not that bad. Um, it's extremely bad. It's not extremely bad. It is. I'm not say it's good, but it's not. It's really. Bad. What's the opposite of good? Then it's bad. You just no. There's something in between. You. It's called mediocre. Thank you for. Oh, so you're not you're saying it's yay nay, and you didn't watch somewhere it. Somewhere in between. It's somewhere in somewhere between. Somewhere between. I think if there's a third option, fourth, fifth option, it's. Horrible All right, garbage. That's, that'll be the next community poll we put up. Horrible garbage. Oh, yeah. Mark Andrews' song, Yay or Nay. Somewhere in between or didn't watch. There you go. Okay. D- don't listen to it. All right. Uh, after that, we had a Mustache Mountain promo where they came out and more or less said those tag titles that were that Triple H announced, those are just ours. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. You and think- we expect stiff competition when we defend them. Yeah. A lot of the boys in the back are whispering to each other, saying, I don't even know who I'm impersonating right now. It's one of the two. And whispering to each other, saying... Oh, we want those titles. We expect stiff competition. Select. And a select competition. <laughs> Y'all need to be before, following Trent Seven on Instagram. Before they transport to our <laughs> way. Transport. <laughs> oh, man. He's great. That crowd was into it and Oh, everything. it was a great crowd. Yeah. Uh, next, uh, Sid Scala <coughs> versus Dave Mastiff. What's Sid Scala's ceiling? Massive. I mean, yeah, he's maybe. only 12 years old now. Imagine what he's going to be like in 10 years when he's 22. Maybe. Massive. Maybe. He's already in NXT UK. Yeah. Half these guys are probably like in their like late teens. <laughs> maybe Sid's calling. It, isn't, it, isn't that kind of the thing like in, in the UK, especially like you hear about all these guys. When did you get started? When I was nine years old, I got started in wrestling. By the time I was 11, I was traveling 17 countries a week. Yeah. Wrestling. Oh, man, you're young. I know Pete Dunne got started really young. Yeah. There was a, oh, I failed to, to note it. There was an interview with Eddie Dennis, a brief little interview they did during the show. Oh, that was cool. Yeah. Where he talked about, uh, you know, wrestling with Pete Dunne and, and there was Mark a bunch Andrews. of baby pictures and of Pete Dunne. He's got to be a few years older than them because yeah. they looked young. Yeah. And I made a quip to you. I said, that picture where Pete Dunne looks super young, it was probably like 2013. Well, Sid Scala started wrestling in 2013. See, how old is he? I don't know. I don't have that information. So he oh, could be like man. 19. 
Yeah, dude, started when he was like 14, man. I'm telling you. They start young over there in England. Savvy Sid Scala. Look at him. Ah! <laughs> That's a great picture. What an awesome picture. That's funny. He looks like he's on East Enders. Anyways. Anywho. Uh, yeah, Sid Scala. But he got versus... destroyed by Dave Masters. Oh, my God. He got murdered. Yeah. This was horrible. Yeah. This was so, man. I felt so bad for that kid. Murdered. There will be murders in the ring. He got beat up pretty good. Yeah, he did. It was lost, great. Lost after a cannonball from Mastiff. Dave Mastiff is like a, a, a British Otis Dozovich. Mm-hmm. That's the guy it looks like. Mm-hmm. But uh, Mastiff looks way cooler. He comes out number one with the Sons of Anarchy-esque motorcycle vest. Yeah. That looked cool. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, he proceeded to just a beard. destroy Sid Scala. He's got a good-looking beard. I still say that all these feuds should be born out of a spilled pint at a pub. Oh, Sid Scala. Not about all of them. Got, no, all of them. Got a pint, spilled it on Mastiff. Now they're fighting. <laughs> That's every single one. You know, Vic Joseph. Oh, oh, Vic Joseph and uh, oh, obviously Nigel. They probably did all that stuff in Orlando. I was probably in that room, the green screen Maybe. room with uh, MJ Jenkins and that other dude. Yeah. The Bruise Cruise guy. That was probably the room they did this probably. in. Probably. Because that was not even good green screen. No, one time Vic Joseph did this. <laughs> you see how bad the king was on his hand. It was pretty bad. Uh, so they need to be there. Yeah. Get them there, please. But this uh, is all stuff that was shot in July. Yeah, I know. So, I know. Uh, next up, we had a Nina Samuels interview. She was going to face Tony Storm uh, right after that. This was good. Yeah. Yeah. She said... Uh, I'm going to win that NXT. I, I got, I hope our friggin' British audience isn't like Steve. You're the worst person ever for doing this British accent every single goddamn time. I apologize. Um, she's, she's going after the NXT, uh, UK women's title, UK women's title. Yes. Yeah. That's um, so yeah. Uh, but, uh, she couldn't get past Tony storm storm one with storm zero. Mm-hmm. Tony storm is fantastic. She's great. Yeah. Again, another feud that started a fight that happened because Tony storm spilled a pint on Nina Samuels. And then Purposely or an accident? It's always an accident. No, I think for the heels, it's got to be on purpose. No, it's an accident. <laughs> it's always an There's got to be some ambiguity, at least for the heels, whether they did it on purpose or an accident. Um, I mean, Otherwise, yeah. what differentiates the heels from the faces? Yeah, there's got to be a Begbie, I guess. One who's up in the like in the, the top area of the pub, and he just drinks and he throws it over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, finally, the main event, Noam Dar versus Pete Dunne oh. for the uh, the United Kingdom Championship. This was great. Such a good match. This is probably Noam Dar's best match since Cruiserweight Classic. Probably, but he kind of needs to pick up a win after this. Yeah. So we knew he wasn't going to win the title. No. Um, really good match, though. Heck all yeah. sorts of the, I'm going to bend your fingers stuff. Joint manipulation. And then lots of great strikes and stuff. Um, yeah, Pete Dunne won, though, after the bitter end. Noam Dar doesn't need to pick up a win either here. 205 Live, somewhere he's got to pick up a win. It's, I wonder if he's going to primarily be in NXT UK. I don't know. Yeah, I know. I don't know. Find out next week, or we can just look up spoilers. I don't know. But uh, I mean, there's like two more months worth of stuff they've shot. So no uh, Gibson. No, no Zach, Zach Gibson, Gibson in no. this episode. No. Um, it is kind of interesting. So I'm, 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 how many, do we know how many episodes are in the can? Probably three or four. Well, they shot in July, August, and September, and they just did one. So there's four months worth of... Oh, wow. Okay. Well, this would be the July taping, I guess. Okay. I haven't looked at any of the spoilers beyond a couple things. Like, I think I know who the women's champion mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. Um, 
They just unveiled the tag team championships. Do they have tag team champions? I don't believe so. Okay. Unless that was determined the last tapings, but okay. I'm not aware. All right. Um, yeah, I don't know. It'll be very interesting, you know, three months from now mm-hmm. to see who that isn't, you know, from the the first UK tournament. If anybody from this last round, if Zach Gibbs, who steps up as like sort of because Pete Dunn is in NXT Prime. Yeah. I know he's going to be pulling double duty, but somebody's got to get that damn title off him. I know they need to sign Walter to do it. Yeah, I know. Because I and are they got to really start investing a lot of time and energy in building up someone who's already there? Because right now I just don't. There's nobody. There's, there's a huge gap in star power between Pete Dunn and everybody else in that. I mean, from all the division. people I saw this week, it's Mastiff. You know? Yeah, he looks great. People seem to love him. He's brutal. Yeah. So he's my early favorite, but that's a really, really, really small sample size. Yeah. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Well, I mean, it, I guess in, you kind of have to disqualify for now uh, Trent Seven and Tyler Bate because in terms of popularity and star power, those are the only two guys. No, I yeah, I agree. In any way rival Pete Dunne. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but, you know, since they've – granted, is more so in progress and stuff or mm-hmm. known as a unit. Mm-hmm. We've seen just a little bit of that WWE, not a ton. Yeah. Um, you kind of have to take them out of the equation, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, should be good. So, anyways, uh, let's answer some questions. Yeah, sounds good. Uh, Alex Foster and Kayfabe. What happens when shows go over time? Well, I mean, in, in any live sporting event, I think I think there's not necessarily. I mean, basketball and football and whatnot, there's a clock. Yeah. But there's stoppages of the clock. So yeah. it's not a and termin, terminus saying this game starts at 7, ends at 10. Right, exactly. That doesn't yeah. exist in any other sporting event. Yeah. So why would it exist in a sporting event like wrestling? Yeah. It goes as long. I mean, that's the thing. Like, Smack, the SmackDown shows, for example, just happen to go exactly till 8 o'clock Pacific. Mm-hmm. Five, 7 o'clock Pacific um, for the East Coast. Um, on the other hand, you know, raw, you know, that, that group of athletes, they just tend to happen to go between three and 11 minutes late mm-hmm. every Monday night, every Monday night, you know? Yeah. So the people with really strong internal clocks go to SmackDown and then those who don't have strong internal clocks, go to mm. Raw. <laughs> that's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Lipkin Unlimited, I'm going to list some wrestlers. Your job is to list superstars from NXT that should go over them in a retirement match. First, Will. Will. Lars Sullivan. Okay. Lars Sullivan retires Big Show. Okay, good. Dolph Ziggler. Who hasn't gone over Dolph, Dolph Ziggler? But in NXT. Um, God. It's like a rite of passage. I have answers. Oh, Undertakers, Aleister Black. Okay, yeah, sure, yeah. Uh, Kurt Angle, what about Matt Riddle? Okay, yeah. Triple H is Adam Cole. Well, Matt Riddle has asked for Brock Lesnar. I know, I know, but, it, you know, who the feasibility of that happening. Yeah. What else do you have? Triple H is Adam Cole. Yeah. But who for Dolph? Uh... So Dolph is a really good seller. Roderick Strong is like my favorite seller right now. So maybe Roderick Strong. 
Does anybody even benefit from going over dull? Isn't the whole point of putting somebody over like they're supposed to benefit? They get from the rub. It? I know. I don't know. Shayna Baszler. All right. Maybe great chokes the shit out of Dolph. Yeah. Because that's different. That's the thing. I'm gonna. I'll stick with that answer. I'll say Shayna Baszler. Yeah. Because true. nobody really benefits from beating Dolph anymore. No. He's that's all he does. So I don't want that anymore. So it has to be something different. And I think making an intergender thing makes it different. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Or Gargano. Uh. Yeah. Really, Gargano's not do bad. much for no, him. No, not really. Doesn't do anything. Horton here's a new writer. Have you gotten to the John Cena storyline in 2K19 My Career Mode yet? The voiceover of Cena is hilarious. Power rank superstars that should have voiced John Cena. We have not gotten that far. We yet. have not, but that really makes me want to hop on. So today we're gonna do. Um, we, we book raw. We book raw. If we have extra time, maybe yeah, maybe we can we'll do some, do some of that. Uh, power rank superstars that should have voiced John Cena. Well, other than John Cena, John Cena obviously. You. Okay. I'm going outside the realm of superstars. I'm going to say Larson. Um, who do you think has the best John Cena impression in WWE? I wonder who does impressions. Oh man, Big E. Mm. I would love I, Big mm-hmm. E should voice John Cena, mm-hmm. but just sort of make it Big E. You know, like yeah. he just, that would be hilarious. That would be great. That would be great. Um, <laughs> Randy Orton. Yeah. I'm trying to think of somebody who would be like completely obvious. Oh, Randy Orton. Yeah. Randy Orton. Doesn't even try. He just, he just speaks in his normal, <laughs> normal cadence. Uh, Nemo, how good of a seat do you think the balcony seats are in the NXT UK arena? Well, they're balcony seats, so they got to be great. Yeah, probably get a good vantage point of everything. Yeah. Uh, Friendo Club Hunter Rook. I love Danny and Oni, but my fear is if when they get called up, they, go, they will go nowhere because they are great hard-hitting wrestlers. Their characters are a bit bland. If Triple H called you to help them for a main roster call-up, how would you prepare them and change? Also, come up with a tag team name for them because they desperately need one. No, I disagree with, with that part. Lorcan and Birch. It's a great tag team it name. It is. It sounds like it could be a law firm or a stellar tag <laughs> or a team. Big men's, uh, wear, uh, big men's clothing oh, outlet. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to Lorcan and Birch. How can I help you? Um, just, just have them. Remember when the bar got started? Yeah. They had that bar fight? Yeah. Just do that with Lorcan and Bert. Oh, do the spill a pint thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, spill a pint. Yeah. That works in everything. Um, Mike Demopoulos, is there a future universal champion on the NXT roster right now? Is well, Roman Reigns on the NXT roster? Where's Adam Cole? Adam Cole's going to be a universal champion. Um, Alistair Blank. Yeah, potentially. And maybe Gargano. Mm, maybe WWE champion. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, Champa. 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 Uh, prediction tag champ A.O. Worm. Name some catchphrases. Michael Cole will one day say for Tony Storm, there's a storm coming through. That's great. Uh, Kyrie Sane with some pirate theme that Michael Cole would say. Um, she's really going after that booty. Say, ahoy, me mateys. That's terrible. Kyrie Sane is next. That's so bad. Uh, Undisputed Era. My son is about to wrestle. Everybody, there you go. There Adam you go. Cole. <laughs> and for Keith Lee, you say, Raw is about to get limitless. limitless. Yeah, bask in his glory. Oh, this is a great question. Blake Whitehouse, does Musafa Ali deserve a claim as best superstar in the entire company? I think he's the most well-rounded competitor on 205 Live. He does everything well. Uh, I agree with that. 
and including directing his own amazing promos. Yes, he does everything. When you can do really that, well. When you're also the guy who could take Kevin Dunn's job, then you're you're doing really All right, good. So yeah, that's the case. And he might he's up there for best <laughs> star in the entire company, right? If he, can, if he can be in charge of production. he can be in charge of production too, man. Uh, Matthew Barisic, should they change the NXT UK branding to try to distinguish itself as its own brand? Um, no, I think it's good. Um, I think it's great. No, I think it's cool, man. I think look, the different man, song, the the slightly different graphics. It's 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 all supposed to be under the same umbrella, so you don't want to be you don't want to be too different. It's it's similar but with its own flavor. It's such a interesting thing. Like, okay, think five years from now. Let's say there's going to be an NXT uh, Mexico and an NXT Japan. All right, NXT. So you got Europe, you got Mexico and Japan. That's fan. That's so interesting. Mm-hmm. So kind of different-ish, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like the same company in territories. Yeah. Like, that's cool, man. That's really neat. So um, the only question is, are there big matches going to be at the proper takeovers? Is that why takeovers going to expand because they've got more NXTs? Yeah, maybe. Um, or are they going to do their own takeovers? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I would think they would not do their own takeovers. No. Uh, Cole Cabana finds it expensive and kind of effed up. Power rank things that would be different. Oh, on main, if Vince watched NXT. I think the question. Heel Bob Rude. Yeah, but the question that's a scary question. Here's the problem. If Vince watches the NXT. the inverse could also happen. <laughs> the inverse would happen. That's the problem. If Vince watched NXT, he'd make a call to Triple H and say, Hey, you know that great heel Bobby Roode you have? Make him a face and have him smile. Everybody oh, sings this song. He should be a face. He should be a face. He smiles. Have him smile. Yeah, smile. All the smiles. Always smiling. <laughs> uh, Christian. Uh, power rank people who should take the United Kingdom belt off Pete. Dune. I don't. Uh, Sid Scala, number one. Well, here, oh, I'm yeah, looking. Okay. You've got, I got the roster okay. here. Right. Uh, Travis Banks, he's a contender. Tyler Bate, uh, Trent Seven. I don't know who Wild Boar is. But it's a fantastic <laughs> name. My goodness. <laughs> I mean, really, I guess toss. It's just Wild Boar, dude. It's, it's, it's Mastiff in Joe Coffee. Oh, did we mention that Flash Morgan came in to help? Uh, no, we didn't. At the end of what match was that? That was the first one, wasn't it? Yeah, he helped Mark Andrews because uh, what's his face was still laying into him. Um, the dude who's not Mastiff, Coffee. Yeah. Where's my coffee? Um, yeah, Morgan White. Yeah, Flash Morgan Webster. Bruiserweight uh, came in with his helmet and started wailing away. Why'd you call him the Bruiserweight? He, no, remember he. People are gonna ask that. You remember that story? He. I was. I was a PWG. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. All right. For yeah, the yeah, people yeah. who haven't heard it. Yeah, no, I remember. I was waiting in line for water, and he was just chilling at the ring at ringside, and I kind of knew who he was, but he looked at me and I was wearing my Pete Dunn shirt, and he looked at my Pete Dunn shirt and said, Bruiserweight. And I looked at my shirt and said, yeah, you're great. <laughs> and I turned around while still in line. <laughs> I'm very awkward. Oh, yes. Yeah. Anyways. I'd um, say uh, well, Travis Banks is hurt, <clears throat> so I don't know how long he's going to be out, so he's probably not. It's ma- It's uh, Mastiff. It's got to be Mastiff. Yeah, probably Mastiff. I think he's great. Mastiff or Coffee, because they seem to be pushing them as top heels right now. Yeah. So one of those, well, one of those two guys. Yeah, okay, here's the thing about Mastiff, though. But if Walter shows up, then Hold he's on. instantly at the top of the list. 
is Mastiff really a heel? All he did was beat the shit out of that guy, and people loved it. I think for the last tournament, they, they were booking him Was as a he? Heel. Okay. I think so. Because I got, I got an Oscar vibe from him. Like, wow. man, this dude's just going to beat the crap out of you. Maybe. He's mean. He exists above heel face. He just likes to fight. Yeah. I kind of get up. that from him. Oh, could be. If that's the case, then he's yeah, he's going to be faster. Could you imagine like a really brutal, I'm sure they probably fought a million times in progress or whatever, but Master versus Pete Dunn. Mm-hmm. Like, he's probably got big, meaty fingers, so who knows what, if Pete Dunn can even do the oh, yeah, I'm going to snap your fingers thing. He's got a lovable face, too. He's got, like, a mama's boy face. <laughs> you know? Like, look at that face right there. You say something about my mom? No, Dave, no. Relax. Mastiff's gonna kill you. Why would you say that? I know. Why would you say that to me? <laughs> um, Deontay Swanier. Nikki is one of the most over women in NXT, oh. not having a title. When she debuts on Maine, how do you all think she'll be handled great or terrible? I also think she'll be great on SmackDown, but Raw would be interesting. Right now, she should stay, stay. away from the main roster. She has two shots of her now in the, yeah. the package NXT, so I don't feel like she's going anywhere. And like soon. the last one's prominent. It's yeah. like uh, like towards the like it's like it's the last one before Kyrie Sane, I think. Um. No, yeah, I agree. And it's funny because Brian Zane tweeted out this morning, he said, or last night, he said, is there anybody out there who's still upset that she didn't debut with Sanity? Yeah. No, 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 no we're no. good. Everything's great. Everything's great. It's all good. It's great. Fantastic stuff. Yeah, exactly. So, anyways. I know at this point, I just want, I just want whoever, who's in NXT, stay there. Mm-hmm. Just stay there. No more quantum leaping. No. <coughs> anyways. That's it for the show. Thanks so much, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, you patrons out there today, we're going to do a post-show. Stop that. Um, I think oh, yeah. we're going to try to do a live for my phone. Okay. Um, but, yeah. So, uh, $5 and up gets a bonus episode today. Uh, keep an eye out that. Keep an eye for that out later. Until next time, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.